Welcome to Modern Musings, Conversations with the Maiden, Mother, and Crone, where we look at ourselves and the world through the lens of the 21st century. Hi, welcome back. This is Cindy Murray. I'm your host, and I'm here with Kristen Hessler and Amber Garvin. And I got your names right this time. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) Maiden name and married name. Wow. And uh, we are here today um, talking about clutter bugs. And if you don't know what a clutter bug is, it's um, based off of a website. It's clutterbug.me, like me. And um, it's all about what is your organizational style or lack thereof. And I took this test because somebody was talking about it in one of our crafting Zooms a while back, and I found out that I am a bee, and bees are a type that love visual abundance and organizational abundance, and we prefer to see our everyday used items out instead of hiding them away, but we're also a bit of a perfectionist and we like to pile things up until we can put them away in the right place. This is totally me. I have piles everywhere of things that need to be filed. And anyway, this website, it kind of breaks people up into different kinds of bugs. There's the butterfly, the bee, that's me. And then there's also a ladybug and a cricket. And they're all based on what kind of organizational style fits you. And so I took this and like I said, I became, or I learned that I am a bee. And some of the bee traits is a visual person who often has a project out and ready to go, you know, or, or is in progress. And bees are, tend to be very organized, but they also prefer to see Um, They're important and frequently used items. So like I keep my pens, all the ones I use most frequently right there on my desk so I can just grab whichever ones I need. And my scissors are in, uh, and some of my more often used crafting supplies are in a little turntable thing that spins around so I can just grab everything I need right there. And my desk is almost like this little U-shaped pit. Um, of stuff that I use. So I, everything is like within hands reach or in drawers under the, under the desk. Cause I like to have everything there. The things that I use the most, uh, because if I have to keep them in containers or whatever, I, I'll never get them out. Um, so there's, there's all kinds of things like that. But also if I pull out papers or whatever, I'll keep a stack of, of things that I haven't filed and I will just go through all at once and file them. So um, Amber took the, the uh, test and you, you said you were a butterfly. What kinds of stuff do you, um, are traits of the butterfly? What kind of things do you do? Um, uh, butterfly traits, you like to keep everything visible but in containers. So I like, and that's exactly how I have my desk area and my classroom organized. I have everything in labeled containers. Mm. So I know that everything is in its proper place. And then I have in my kitchen, everything in, uh, the proper drawer and the proper everything. So I don't have my kitchen labeled. I'm not 
that OCD. <laughs> and uh, my books, I have my books by I, genre on the bookshelf. I have uh, a drawer for my socks. I have one type of socks on one side of the drawer. And then so there's there are uh, some yeah, similarities so. with the B because uh you know uh, I I do the same thing my my socks are in a drawer and like my fuzzy warm socks are on one side and my little yeah. ankle socks are on the other side yeah and, that's exactly um, what I was gonna say my like, books are sorted by like a, it, actually I have like library style order so mm-hmm. all the sci-fi is together all the regular fiction is together sorted by author. And then um, all the nonfiction is sorted in a pseudo Dewey Decimal system. But what I find is that when I read books or, or I pull books out, I don't always go straight back to the bookcase with them. They'll they'll just kind of stack up in the right section. Yeah, until and then you're I'll go ready to, to catalog. Yeah, and then I'll yeah. go back through. That's and, interesting. And put them away. So I um I took this test when I was living in a really tiny apartment was Travis Raina and I living in a 700 square foot apartment and I was a butterfly. Everything was neat and organized and put away, but easily out of necessity. Yes. And now that we live in a bigger house, I just took the quiz again, uh, just to see if I was still a, a butterfly and I'm actually a bee. Um, because now I do have more space. Um, you were talking about like making piles and stuff on here on her website. She says some suggestions for a busy bee learn to let go of perfection. It's better to start with a good enough organization system instead of piling. And it immediately made me think of the biggest problem area that I have in my life is the floor, um, by the garage. We use our garage for storage because we have a lot of stuff and, um, a lot of my um, scrapbook things that I'm not working on right now, like bigger projects or um, seasonal stuff, you know, all that stuff goes out to the garage, even like the Christmas decorations, right? So when we took down all the Christmas decorations, put them in their boxes, like their tubs and stuff, and instead of going and putting things back exactly in the garage where they were supposed to go, because we kind of had to make room for them again, you know, we piled them up by the door um, because... For me, I wasn't ready to perfectly put it away, so mm-hmm. I just stack things by the garage door. And there becomes like this um, – we have kind of like an open concept living dining room kitchen area, so it's all kind of one space, and it all piles up by the door. And I, I reading that made me think, you know, I just need to get it out to the garage. I can leave it out in the garage and then perfect where it goes later. Mm-hmm. And that'll keep my house mm-hmm. from looking so cluttery. Cause all it takes is for two bags or two things to pile up in that spot. And then suddenly all three of those areas, the living room, the kitchen and the dining room look cluttered and yeah. messy. And yeah. as soon as I clean that stuff up, it's like, wow, it's so clean in here. You notice you, you're talking about piling things on yeah. the floor and there was something I read and I wish I could remember where it was maybe better homes and gardens um and this has been a long long while back but they were talking about the the characteristics of people who have clean homes and one of the characteristics that almost all people who have a really ultra clean home have in common is that they don't store things on the floor the floor is not storage is not storage the floor is lava not so, storage. Yes. So, so you don't have stacks of things on the floor or under the desk or whatever. And that is one of the biggest contributors to clutter that I've ever found. 
Um, putting stuff under the bed, putting stuff yeah, under the right. coffee well, table. Well, it's okay to have and... it under the bed. I think if you have organizers under the bed, like well, I, yeah, I if store my sweaters just in like a putting like container. a pile of magazines under right. the bed. Yeah, or that like is not. Yeah, exactly. Or your dirty socks <laughs> to get them out of the way. <laughs> right. <laughs> and and you know and the, another thing um, that people talk about is the the handle it once principle. Mm-hmm. Um, that's another one that kind of goes with that to, with those clutter things, you know, the piles, um, you don't pick it up and handle it and then put it in a pile. You yeah. handle it once you take it, you like when you bring the mail in, you don't make piles out of the mail. You deal with it right there. If it's a bill, you put it in your bill folder. Well, have you heard of the one minute rule? If something takes Less than one minute to put away, you do it You're right, right then. then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, kind of mm. that same idea. That's a really good. Uh, the it is, <laughs> it is totally to Tiffany is. Uh, that's a she. I can't remember her, her the rest of her name, but she has she made the scrap rack, and she does all kinds of organizational things for scrapbookers. And um, I'm totally a fan of of her storage system. But one of her organizational tips that she does is that uh, when you think about it, when you come in the house with your groceries, what's the first thing you put away? The cold, the cold stuff. stuff. Right. You don't set the ice cream on the counter and then go deal with the the Paper mail towels. or take the dog on a walk or whatever. Mm-hmm. You put the ice cream in the freezer immediately. And so that's one of her things. When you handle it, you handle it right then and deal with it right then. And that helps you avoid those piles. And this is one of the things, one of the characteristics for the bees is she says, you know, instead of piling things up, find a system that's, that works for now, that's good enough. Stick it in the freezer, even if it's on the wrong shelf, just get it in there so that it's kind of put away. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, then you're, then at least your ice cream's not going to thaw out. Um, and she also talks about not having more than three projects on the go at once. I am terrible about starting projects and having three different projects going on at the same time so that I can work on this one. And when I get stumped with it, I set it aside and I pull out another one and work on it. For See, a I'm one of those people that has to completely finish a project before I can start another one. Or I know a like lot of a, people that do a that. A TV I wish I series. I have to completely binge watch one TV I series. I wish I could finish before. projects like I finished Netflix TV series. My <laughs> life right. would be so much better. I can go through a Netflix TV series and I only watch one thing. Now books, I can read 10 books at one time and no, I, I don't know why I do that to myself before I, can't do that I can books, start so. another one. I don't know like what I it is. To. Like I have 10 books going on at one time and that's just on my Kindle and then I have like five on my stand and I just pick one up and I, re- I can't read one book at I a mean, time. I mean, I have a two-read um, stand and a two-read yeah, queue nope, on my nope. Kindle, but I still have to just do I will put one, one book, book If I need to time. start another book, I will put the other book aside yeah. and read the new book and then go back to the first book. And um, same thing with like the Netflix or whatever. I only watch one show at a time. But... For some reason, when I'm working on scrapbooking projects, projects you or whatever, juggle and go back and, and forth, and I do that with like my house cleaning and and all that. Uh, you know, I always I have like all these things going on. At the same I have time. to start in the kitchen. That's where I always start. Once the kitchen's completely clean, then I move to the living room, and then I, and then I, <laughs> I always cannot. do the. 
I always do the bathroom last because I'm I all hate over the house. Oh I used to have, and we, and we may talk about this some more because we do have a house cleaning episode coming yep, up. Next. But um, but I don't. I I used to always start with the bathrooms, and I have two bathrooms, so I would do both bathrooms. So I'd do the toilets in both bathrooms, and then I'd do the shower in both bathrooms or whatever you know and i just moved methodically through each bathroom till they were both done and then i'd start at the far end of the house and work my way around and end up in the kitchen yeah but um but i don't even do that anymore i am just like so all over the place and maybe that's why i'm not very productive anymore because i'm just a busy bee i flit from one little flower to the next and when I get bored of working with that one, I'll put the stuff in the toilet and walk away. And three hours later, I will come back and yeah. finish Y'all it. I was thinking these. about projects. And then you're like, I should put it in the toilet. <laughs> well, I mean, household projects, you know, or whatever, you know, cleaning. <laughs> so, I'm done with this knitting. Flush it down. <laughs> no, 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 no. So, but you know, I... I really do. I get bored with things really easily. And so I'm just like, okay, I'm done with this. I want to go do something else for a minute. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. But uh, this this little website is really cool because she has a lot of really cool ideas about how to organize that works really best for your personality type and the things that you like. And so um, she's talking about, like, for the bee, clear bins and baskets and jars because – then you can see what's in it, but it's still contained really well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I actually do some of these things. So I have a lot of different kinds of pens. I'm a, I, I just love pens, pens and pencils, whatever. And I have one of those little Raskog rolly carts, you know, from Ikea. And I have these little, um, they're like DVD cases, but they're clear. So you can see through them. And I have all my different pens, all the different kinds of pens sorted into those, but I can see at a glance what kind of pen is in each box. So I can just grab it and go with it. And that, that works really well. And I like shelves. I have open shelves. Um, I actually have like, um, Ikea cabinets in my studio and they don't have any doors or anything like that on them. They're just open and I have everything in little bins. And I like that because I can see what's in everything. And it's all just right there, easy to, to grab. And I love that. Um, I'm trying to think. And she also talks about learning to let go. And that is one of my hard things because bees hold on to everything. And I do just in case I might need this someday. So I have a drawer that has like pieces of cork and, and old bottle caps and pieces of foam and things like that, that I just keep, I might need it for a craft someday. And, and I will say that my husband used to come in when he was a scout leader, he'd come in and go, I need something to do, blah, blah. I've got just the thing. Look right here. I was literally looking at a half used bag of popsicle sticks. I don't even know where (laughs) they came from, probably from Cub Scouts or something. Oh yeah, probably. And I was holding them judging whether or not i'm i think the bag I of popsicle legitimately sticks, need those for my classroom i will so give them to you because i didn't want to throw them away if I you don't so want to throw them away i hate, throw, I I hate will legitimately things. use those for okay. my classroom. i really do hate 
throwing craft supplies like, mm, in the garbage because could I write something cool. Yeah, don't on throw each it away. Ask me first. Yeah. Don't throw it away. Ask me first. Yeah. I'll use well, it for my class. For me, it's it, you know throwing that stuff in the in the garbage. It goes to the dump, and and our landfills are getting so full. I just cannot throw that stuff away. So I like to find a place if I'm not going to keep it to donate it. Yeah, we usually and donate yeah. our stuff. There used to, to be a great place in Denton um, called Scrap Denton, and it was a resale store for craft oh, and art supplies. They just opened another one not too long ago in Denton. It's called Thistle Creative Reuse. Oh, I may mean, I have to go back to and go check that out because. I used to donate stuff. Uh, one of my um, little fundraiser things and stuff that we used to do with Crafty Neighbor um, over the last few years, um, before COVID, obviously, um, was we would have a scrapbooking garage sale and people love to come get rid of their stuff there. And then people love to come shop our used craft supplies. And I always wind up with a whole bunch of stuff left over. Just that, people donate. People They're like, just here, donate it. I'm here, done. Yeah. Find something and, to do with it. And if we don't have a, you know, whatever, after it's been around for a while and we've obviously not sold it for our charitable things, I, I have to get rid of it because I can't continue to store this stuff forever. So we would take it to Scrap Denton and in the hopes that somebody would go in there and find it and use, find it useful. And I, I'll be honest, I shopped in there a lot of times for mm-hmm. little trinkets or whatever because there was all kinds of stuff. And it was a very popular store. Um, there's two universities there in Denton, um, the university of North Texas and Texas women, but the university of North Texas has a very extensive art department and the art students loved going there to buy supplies for their art. And I was so sad to see that store go away in a, in part, in large part, because of COVID, I believe, because they, oh, you know they yeah, had to it, shut their doors. It, yeah, they shut their doors not long after. Right. Well, they COVID yeah they happened. were closed yeah. when COVID started and we had the lockdown here in Texas and everything was closed. They they shut their doors and then they just never reopened. So um, so I was really sad about that, but um, yeah, but it it really it's hard for me to let go of things. So I have to if I'm going to let go of things, I have to know that it's going well, and I to think a good the place. The problem is not just like getting rid of things, but I think I hang on to things and I feel like it needs a purpose in its life. I guess right. <laughs> I give things a, a life, and I feel like you know that tree was chopped down and turned into popsicle sticks. I don't want to throw those popsicle sticks in the trash. So I feel like I put this burden on myself to turn them into something useful. Isn't that not just like crazy, but that weighs a lot on me. Well, Um, but that popsicle stick is not recyclable, you you know? Right. And and that's what I'm saying. I put this challenge on myself to make it into something useful or beautiful and then I feel burdened by all this junk in my house or in my craft room. Like my room is full of stuff like that. I'm like, you have to, you bought that. You need to make something out of it. And like, I feel like my life would be a lot lighter if I didn't force myself to like have this expectation of using this thing and making it into something. So Amber, you will be receiving a large box of fun foam and yeah, well, I pr- yeah, I no, got no, lots of stuff for you no, too. No, <laughs> but really, because yeah. 
I work at an arts school, and they yeah. will, if it's not my classroom, I'm sure well, there's I for, And I forget used. about that. You know, we used to take things to the, um, like, we have a Scottish Rite hospital here in Dallas, mm-hmm. and um, their, um, what is it, Child Life mm-hmm. um, Center there that, that um, provides... Um, arts and crafts, arts and, crafts and entertainment the for the children in the hospital um that used to be a great place to donate stuff but after a while they get they just get so much stuff and um i don't have kids in school anymore you know when i had kids in elementary school or junior high or whatever i could donate items to the to the school teachers but you know there there comes a point where you know what do you do with 40 balls of yarn that somebody left you and you know you're not going to crochet it um there are places to donate it but you know if i had to go find the individual um organization to for each kind of craft supply that i have other junk that would take more time than I have, you know, so I I just rather give it so to one here's place. one thing, like we we're talking about craft supplies, but everybody has like oh gosh, something yes. in their life that they can't get rid of or is cluttering them. My husband has probably ten thousand dollars worth of CDs. Um, we literally have like ten tubs, and these are not just small tubs. I mean, these are like hundred pound tubs of cds he was in one of those like 10 cds a month club oh columbia house (laughs) so many cds and i keep bragging on him like you know you have apple music you can get any of those almost any of those cds you can get on apple music does he my husband has talked about sometimes but i mean some cars don't even come with cd players anymore and um, you know, to me, like, I don't even think all computers have CD players. Mine I know doesn't. my, uh, little windows and Raina's laptop, they don't have CD players in them. So yeah. at, at some point they're going to be obsolete. And I keep telling him, you know, you could condense those down into something else. Um, like what I did with my DVDs, get a bunch of those big cases off Amazon. That's one of the things we're going to be doing this year. And I recycled all of the DVD cases. cases. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, I condensed because I had about eight boxes, eight of those tubs of DVDs, not just mine, but my parents, ex-husbands, whatever. And I condensed them down into like those four hundred. Yeah, you kind of have to when CD you live in a smaller thing. home. Yeah, yeah and his CDs I were in storage. Lived in a seven hundred square foot house. Yeah. Before my new one that I moved into, but even my new one that I moved into, I wouldn't have had room for all, for those, all of those yeah. shelves of DVDs. Right. So I and I even had to get rid of boxes and boxes of books. I was going to say books is my next thing that I was going to mention because like you, I I hoard books. Uh, I read a book and I don't get rid of it. I, you know, I keep it. I had to look at every single one of my books the last time I moved because I was tired of moving 30, 40 boxes of books. Mm -hmm. And I finally had to look at every single one of my books and ask myself, am I really going to reread this? Yeah. And so once, and if I said no to any one of those books, I'm not going to reread it. I resold it to Half Price Books. 
I donated it. I donated a lot to Kristen's clutter. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and that's the problem. You know, that's part of the problem, too. Like getting rid of the craft supplies, getting rid of the DVDs. What do you do with all those books? Because people, I mean, I don't want to say people don't buy books. Right. But, but, but people don't, a lot of people don't buy books anymore. They, read on their kindle or they read right. on their computer or they it's read on their more phone. more convenient to do yeah. that now which is and, sad and so I you have the these books, books and so we've cut down all these trees to make these books i don't want to just throw this book in the landfill um and let it just rot into nothing uh which donate takes you know to schools donate yeah. to goodwill right donate to i mean i don't donate to the cca donate to hospitals yeah so there's, I mean, there, like I say, there's, I need to do the, the reason I was thinking the books was because we just did this remodeling project. Now you need to go through all your books. I need to go through the books before yeah. I, cause I had to take them all off the shelf so they could paint the walls and paint the shelves. Now you had to put them And back. I was looking at all those books, just thinking, I don't want to put those all back up there. So I, I really do. I want to go through with intention. That word comes up so, so often. Mm-hmm. And, and just really keep the books that I love. Um, like, cause that you're there are, definitely going to read there again. There are yeah. books that I will read again because I, I have, have read them over and over and over so again. So my but. books at home, um, you know, I have probably about four boxes of books that Amber has given me, tubs or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I have probably about four or five that I haven't unpacked since we moved. Um, they're mostly paperbacks. Um, I have my trophy shelf, my trophy case. That is my bookshelf of my ultimate favorite books. They're like my trophy. I consider my trophies like these are the books yeah, that I read that are my favorite. You're never going to get rid oh, yeah. of them. Yes. Yeah, I and have that so special So I picked through also. those and I said, whatever fits on this that's my trophy book or whatever, my keepsake books. And then I have a smaller section of ones that I want to read soon. And then I keep acquiring books. So I keep okay. stuffing more on well, there. But yeah, I have about three boxes of like the little paperback books yeah. that I want to read. It's mm-hmm. just that I don't have room on my bookshelves. Right. And my immediate that I want to read, I have two bookshelves for those immediate that I want to read. Right. See, I'm collecting the B.C. Andrews and the Anne Rice books, and I'm mm-hmm. just a few short of the full collections. And you want to read the whole series at together. once. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. want to binge them. So I, But I don't have them on the shelf. Uh, I have those out in the box in the garage because obviously like, yeah. I don't need to put them on display. Um, but I will probably keep those because they're pretty valuable, in my opinion, um, you know, as a set, having them all together, right. someone might right. mind that about. Well, that's like I have so. a, 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 um, you know, as a child, I read the it's Little House on the like Prairie a books. Game for and, me to collect them all yeah. too. Like, but yeah, having but, all your Little House on the Prairie books is yeah. Kind of special I had too. all them because I read them I as a child, like and I read them to the kids. Complete and, Sweet Valley High. You mean mm-hmm. I have those now? Or no? No, no. I gave you. Oh, the you gave Sweet me the Babysitter's Club, Babysitter. And, yeah, for Raina. Oh, but oh yeah. Like, uh, yes. But I have like. You're still like reading the, those, Kristen? No. And, no, I have the complete Sweet Valley High ones, and I. One of these days, I'm going to put them on eBay, because like uh, there are a lot of people selling them on eBay. I, I don't think I have like all the Sweet Valley High, but I do have all of the Sweet Valley University ones, and those are actually worth. Some kind of money on eBay. So. I don't think any of my books are worth any kind of... Well, I don't know. I have a couple of older editions of um, 
like James Clavell was one of my favorite authors and um, all of his like Shogun, uh, Gaijin, Taipan, yeah. all of those, that series. I have, I think I have all of those and, um, and you know, some of them are, and they're all in hardback. So, um, but some of them are older editions, so they're worth a little more money, but they're not worth, you know, they're not worth selling worth a lot of money. So, and, but a lot of my books are paperback because I read a lot of sci-fi. So those sci-fi books are a lot of times just come out only in paperback and paperbacks aren't worth anything, but they are series that I, um, sometimes I go back and reread the books again. I, I don't reread a lot of books, but there are, there are a few where, um, that are is particularly ones in series or ones that, uh, I like Larry Niven's known universe. And so a lot of times they'll refer to an older book mm-hmm. or a theme from one book in another book. And so then that makes me want to go back and read the older book or whatever. Or and have so, access to it. Or at least have access so yeah. I can flip through the book and remember, oh yeah, that was the character that did blah, 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 blah. You know, right. uh, that's what <clears throat> makes it hard with, Kindle Unlimited. I know we kind of got sidetracked because we're nerding out on books here. Yeah. Um, but it's what we what? do. We are nerds. Um, <laughs> but um, so with my Kindle Unlimited, you know, you can check out 10 books at a time. And I'm reading this book series and I'm like 45 books in or whatever. And mm. at the end of each book, she has kind of like Game of Thrones. There's like the houses or the clans or whatever. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, who was that guy related to again? And I wanted to go back to one of the earlier books because I felt like it might have changed and I was like wait a minute I thought his sibling was so and so and I had to go release one of the books I was currently reading you know because I keep 10 books at a time that I'm reading (laughs) I had to let go of one of them so I could go check out one of the ones I'd already read and like returned um, so I could skim through it. And then I was like, you were like, what, what was that book I had that I returned? <laughs> I couldn't remember. And then I was like, oh my God, <laughs> I guess I'm not going to be reading that book anytime soon. Cause I can't remember what I just let go. Well, that's pretty that's bad. Pretty if bad. You, you know, yeah. maybe you needed to let it go. If you didn't I remember guess what so. it was, you know, yeah, maybe you didn't need to read it. Yeah. Well, going back to the, the clutter buggy thing. Cause you know, it is about clutter. Um, I know another thing that I have a hard time letting go of is clothes. And I am so bad about holding on to clothes. Don't ask me why, because I, well, I, I have a closet full of clothes and I do wear those clothes. It's really full of clothes. Um, and I put things in an order and I wear them in the order that they are so that I cycle through the, all the clothes after, you know, over time. So, um, so it's not really those that are um, the problem. The ones that I hoard are the ones that were the old sizes that I don't wear anymore, and I put them you aside. Think that you're in a gonna go back. Box. To and, yes, and I have clothes that are so old, and I'm like, but I just I loved that dress. See, I don't I feel like that's away. clutter though, because it's put away. My problem with the clutter after is twenty that years, it's fold, clutter. Well, true. I fold the laundry. You know, I may like make the bed and then use the bed as my large folding table, and then somehow I'm so tired that I want to go to bed, and no one's clothes get put away. So mm. Raina's clothes end up on my dresser because she's already asleep, mm. and then 
only some of the clothes get put away and now all of a sudden there's this one thing in my room that's her clothes that has been sitting there like for weeks i'm like can right. you just come get your socks please and put them away <laughs> oh well and i one of that's one of the things i sit in the um in the living room and watch tv netflix while i fold laundry and so it's all scattered out on the couch and rather than leave those things out on the couch which i used to do when my mother was uh living with us she would get up early in the morning and get up and watch tv and i didn't want to leave my laundry sitting there because then she would that just, was her spot it that was up her, her spot yeah. it messes up her space and um and she would move things around and willy-nilly and whatever so i got into the habit of folding it and then stacking it back, back in, in the, the laundry basket. basket yes but it's stacked up in the laundry basket at least and then i can hand the laundry basket off to my husband here's your laundry <clears throat> um i have a basket in front no, of I my closet in my yes. bedroom that has clothes that i folded in it from before christmas and that's back there. to the that's back to the <laughs> b thing because the b makes piles mm-hmm. um rather than <laughs> and it know, would literally take me like two minutes to put those clothes oh, I away i don't even know what they are i just know they're folded and they're, See, they're like safe I, I keep mine in the dryer until i'm ready to fold them <laughs> and then i get them out of the way and i put them back where they're supposed to go but uh, you know out of sight out of mind which is a um that's which a is a butterfly trait. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I keep them in the dryer out of my sight. And I put like the dirty clothes that I'm going to wash in the washer out of my sight. Oh. <laughs> and then like uh, when I'm ready to fold them, I'll take, at, take them out of the dryer and I'll wash the other ones. And those go back into the dryer <laughs> and then I'll put them away. But you it's know, nice it can't when you live by sight. yourself, you can just take your clothes off in front of the washing machine and <laughs> wash three days <laughs> well, worth of clothes yeah. and then just turn it on. You can't really do that whenever you have no. a bunch of people in the house. <laughs> well, I mean, nor I mean, I have a clothes basket that yeah. I that I use and then, you know, once it's full, I transfer it to the washer. I don't I mean, I have done it before. I can't say that I've never done it, but you know. <laughs> I have too many people in my house to right. get naked in front of the washer. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I'm it's nice when you here. live by yourself. You can just get dressed in front of, undressed in front of the washer and, and well, get I, dressed in front I of the dryer. I don't think I could do that ev- even if there wasn't anybody in my house because I have so many windows that are not covered. See, <laughs> I don't have hardly any windows in that area of yeah. my house. So, like... um most of my windows, for some reason, are in the bedroom, so it's uh, just like um, it's easier to change clothes <laughs> in the living room because there's so many windows in the bedroom. That's funny, <laughs> like the opposite of what most normal people do. Yeah, and uh, well, and plus, like my cats like to lay because I've got like a big sliding glass window in my bedroom. And the cats like to lay, and it's like a gap in it. So mm-hmm. it's like I have to run through the bedroom <laughs> in the morning and grab my stuff or chase the cats out of the bedroom. So <laughs> nobody will see me through the through sliding the window. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the problems of being a clutter bug. <laughs> right. <laughs> where, where else do you have clutter? Where I have like a space on the end of my kitchen uh, cabinet it, it's oh, kind of like worst. a little bar and the it's catch-all. like it is a catch-all for 
everything. And and I actually have a bar. Catch all table. Yeah. 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 I, I have I have multiple ones in my house and and they do. They catch everything. And in fact my kitchen has one on each end of the kitchen. So I have a galley kitchen and on one end is that's where all the mail comes and the flyers for the grocery and uh, the menus for carry out and the pharmacy items that come in and, and whenever you open a package that came in the mail, everyone seems to want to open it's, it right it's there. It's like right there on yeah. that counter. And then the other end of the counter is like all the food that people pull out to snack on and, and don't never put, put away back in the pantry. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. what the heck? Why are these crackers sitting here for two weeks and nobody can put this box of crackers away? And I just get to the point where I'm like, it's a, it's a very passive-aggressive thing. If you're not going to put it away, I'm not going to put it away. I didn't get it out. Oh, so I guess the crackers now live on the countertop. Now the crackers yeah. live on the countertop. So, yeah, that's <laughs> everything's that way. The bread lives there now, the crackers, the chips. So we the, had a big open square kitchen. Well, it's kind of L-shaped, and then there's just this big empty part of the kitchen. So we decided to get this cool, like, island thing from Ikea, to put in the center of our kitchen. And we were like, man, this is going to be nice. It's going to be like this big, empty, wooden block-looking structure. And it has like a shelf up top for pans. It's Mm. really neat looking. It has shelves down below. It's really given us a lot more space in the kitchen, a kitchen that already had a lot of space. Um, It just makes it more functional now. And that has become the biggest junk spot in the world. Um, <laughs> there's so much stuff on it that there's only about a laptop's worth of space Yeah, for a cutting board. That's really what there I is. Know. There's just room for a cutting board on there. And it's like I can't seem to get the stuff off because every time I take the stuff off of it and put it somewhere else, other things migrate to that spot. So that's been a challenge. Like every time I look at the kitchen, I feel like it's messy and dirty because there's too much stuff and that's where I struggle in the kitchen because as a bee I like having things usable and visible and quick to grab in the kitchen that's nice to have Mm -hmm. right um especially you know with my experience working in a restaurant you know when you're in food service everything's like right there you can make five different meal items without even turning around. It's all right in front of you. And so I like that in a kitchen. Um, But at the same time, like when there's all these snack things everywhere and um, uh, utensils and items that don't get put back in the cabinets and like we still have a box on the floor in our kitchen, you know, tucked up against the wall of things we haven't unpacked. And I'm like, that is the only box in our house that hasn't been unpacked you know, obviously we don't care about the things in the box and I could probably just take the box and donate yeah. it. But I'm like, my quesadilla makers in there. Oh, so no, I don't you can't get, get rid, rid of, of that. I know. <laughs> and I just like, I keep Ooh. asking Travis, why haven't we, um, I got, why rid, of my, we, I got rid of mine why when I moved. <coughs> why I've been having a brainstorm over here. That, I was thinking the same thing. Mm, we should have a quesadilla party. But <laughs> why haven't we just put that thing away? It would take like two minutes to unpack that box. It's not yeah. even a big box. It's just stuff. Yeah. But I'm like, okay, I think that's going to be one of my spring uh, cleaning hmm. like must-dos. Because yeah. we've been living in this house for almost a year now. To me, that seems ridiculous. Why is it that it's, it's almost our lease is almost up and I'm almost unpacked? Like, I, does anybody yeah. else is okay. anyone else like that? Or no, is that just I, I have to live in a place like two years. The first year I unpack, 
So then the second year I can have my stuff and then it's time to move again. Well, I've lived in my house (laughs) since 2004. And um, when we had to start shuffling things because um, my mom moved in and then my mom moved out and our friend um, moved in, our friend who has cancer that we've been taking care of. And I had to clean out one of the bedrooms so that he could fit his things in there and, and hospital beds and things like that. And then, and so I had to find a place to store everything that was in my guest bedroom. And so that meant I had to clean out all of my other storage to find places to put things. So I, um, I had a coat closet right by the front door that, um, I had stored some living room uh, knickknack kind of things and pictures and stuff like that. When we first moved in, our intention was to pull up the carpet and paint the walls and put in new carpet. And, um, the, the previous owners smoked. And so there was, um, smoke stain. The carpet was very smoke stained, even after we shampooed it many times and and sometimes you could still smell the, the smoke and everything. And uh, they had repainted, but it was just plain white walls and I wanted color. So this is in 2004, mind you. Um, and it just, it was one of those projects we never got around to. So I never unpacked these boxes because I wanted to wait until after we did all this and then I would unpack them. And so here it is, 2022 now. And we recently finally (laughs) ripped up that carpet and went for hardwood floors instead of the carpet and painted. And, but, and, but in the process we were, um, you know, cleaning out the, the closets and moving things. And I had to get rid of a lot of stuff and move things out and clean out my living room and get, you know, uh, clean off the bookshelves of the stuff that was on it. And I started opening these boxes and I'm like, oh my God, I forgot I even owned that. I obviously didn't need it. It's been sitting mm-hmm. there since 2004. That's almost 20 years. It's been there 18 years that we've lived in this house and I have never once opened that box. It was still sealed with the tape from when we moved. Yeah. And you I didn't even I, know what was in it. You just knew did, it was knickknacks. And, and it was kind of fun. I opened it. thing with the potpourri in it. What? Was that glass thing you gave me with the potpourri? Yes, that was one of the things in there. <laughs> dead potpourri. It's been yeah. in there 20 years, yeah. right? And, um, <laughs> you know, and I opened up all this stuff and I'm like, what the heck? You know, I could have gotten rid of this a long time ago. But um, but it was just clutter. It was there, you know, out of sight, out of mind. And, like, now none of that stuff is in that closet now. Um, I got rid of almost everything that was in there. There was a few little knickknacks that I kept. But, um that it was this whole shelf of the of the mm-hmm. closet and it none of it is in that closet now so um yeah i mean i just clutter everywhere i you know i hold on to things and it's like why did i keep that mm-hmm. i don't know well obviously your intention was to decorate the well, bookshelves and, there were and over things, time you just collected new knickknacks I, well, I collected new things and and some of the things that i had in there um i kind of have a little bit of a world travel Asian and African theme in the, in there, you know, because I, I am a travel agent or was a travel agent kind of still am, but, um, 
you know, so I, I like things that remind me of travel and things that I've collected in my travels and things that my friends and my clients have brought me from when they've traveled. And so, you know, I did want to keep some of those things because they, they're beautiful artifacts or whatever, you know, but, and I did keep a lot of those, but, um, they're on display now. They're not in those boxes, <laughs> but you know, it was just kind of like, wow, that's been sitting there for 20 years. So yeah. Funny thing. I, um, was looking for something in the garage last night and, um, I came across the box that you gave me with like my plaque. Um, oh yeah. See, that was awards. one of, that was yeah. one of the things and I, I was found looking in, in that box and I was like, well, what all is in here? Cause she had shipped me off with a box. A yeah. While there was back. a whole box of, and it was in my car for a long time. It was in my trunk. You know, see, this is the clutter. It's the pile. It's a temporary lodging mm-hmm. place for junk. Right. So then it wound up on a shelf in the garage and I was looking, I was just digging around looking for something in the garage last night and I stumbled across that little potpourri thing and I was like, wow, this looks familiar. I remember it, but I don't remember ever where you had it in the house. And I opened it, and I was like, what? And I threw that potpourri out last night. I just dumped it out. (laughs) Did it stink? It was like baby powdery smelling. Yeah. I I just thought that was really funny. I remember. I think that was a gift or something. It took that long long for that little pot to find a new home it i just put it on my yeah, it was window a cute, it was a really cute little potpourri yesterday jar, but mm-hmm. it, but yeah yeah i just thought that was funny i don't know how long that potpourri was there i it was probably five or ten years old uh, before yeah. i packed it up mm-hmm. so <laughs> uh, i don't really have anything to add to this because i recently moved <laughs> and um, you purged and hard. i purged like a Carloads and carloads and carloads to Goodwill, trash, giveaways, stuff like that. So, well, does I anything am... clutter bug in your classroom? Do you ever have that problem in the classroom? Um, I want to say that like uh, my desk is kind of the catch-all whenever I bring stuff in and put things down. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything ends up on my desk. And that's probably the most clutter bug. You know what? When I worked in the office, I made a strict effort every day to clear my desk off of any projects, file things away so that my desk was completely clear. I had to do that when I worked in the office. All the pens went back in the cup Mm -hmm. because I just felt like. My boss required it. Yeah, I didn't want want someone to come by and be like, wow. Yeah. Your desk is messy because I had a lot of knickknacks and stuff on my desk. Yeah, I mean, when you've worked somewhere for so long and you've gotten all these like little trophies and awards and yeah, well, you we know, had to tchotchkes, yeah, because one of my coworkers every year would go to Acapulco and she would bring back a tchotchke. And I love, I collect those. I still have them. I brought them home and I have them on my desk at home. And um, so you know, I liked keeping them on my desk. It was nice. I don't want to get rid of them. And uh, so it just gives that visual appeal that there's a lot of stuff there. So every night I would put my things away so that when I came back to work the next day, my desk was nice and clean. Yeah. I, I actually had a boss that uh, that he would write you up if you left even one file folder out on the desk. Nothing mm. was supposed to be out on your desk. Not a mm-hmm. pen, nothing. It was supposed to be completely clean slate. T- teachers... He would have. He would be horrified. Black if holes. Of oh, you crazy! Should, my desk is horrible. It's so bad I can't even work on it. I have to work. 
I have to work on my craft table because my desk is so piled up with stuff. <laughs> She's got piles and piles. I have piles on top of the piles. You literally do have like a beehive. Your room is it like It is a horrible. And I keep trying to get to it, but the desk is always the last thing to go because it's it's the bastion of piles, you know. It's just it's the you want to organize all that it stuff. It is. It's that stuff you're... that needs to be organized and a lot of times it's um it's... travel brochures or um, marketing strategies or whatever. And I don't want to let go of those because I want to, yeah. you know, that's the theory. In theory, I'm going to go through and do, the, do those yeah. things. Yeah. But but they just pile up and I never get around to working on them because there's so many other things going on all the time. Well, I want to say that before I moved and purged a lot of my stuff that I was a bee also where I would pile things where I want to organize them and I would get to the point sometimes when I needed to clean something off that I would just put it all in a box and stick the box away to organize for later and I kind of you know when I moved and got rid of a bunch of stuff I kind of got out of that habit because I at my old place I had a mold problem I had to get rid of a lot of my clothes I had to get rid of a lot of my shoes I had to get rid of a lot of my books. So it was, I mean, a lot of my decluttering in 2021 was kind of out of like a a have to from like black mold. And then the other part was like that I was essentially, other than like the movers that helped me, I was essentially moving all of the small boxes and stuff by myself And I got to a point where I didn't want to move boxes anymore. So I just started purging the boxes. Mm, Yeah. I literally have a folder on my computer that says need to sort. I do too. (laughs) I have one on one of my computers that that is sort and move to the other computer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's terrible. And, you know, it's... We when I cleaned about my fast drive. We did a <laughs> we we did a lot of purging um not just in my we did a lot of purging when my dad got sick um because we went to my mom and dad's house and and saw the result of hoarding too much stuff, you know. And um and it was like that made us want to come home and purge and we did. We purged a lot. We keep purging, but we you know, for everything we throw out, we bring two more in. And um and then when I moved my mother out, when we sold her house, um, it got to that point too, where it was like, I, I just can't even look at this stuff anymore. It's just, we just called the junk removal company and said, I will pay you just to remove everything because, you know, we, we went through it and pulled out everything of value, everything of sentimental mm-hmm. value. And then just the rest of it, it was just like, I can't move another stick of furniture another tchotchke another book another whatever it back into my house I just don't have the room for it Mm -hmm. and and she was not even a I don't know what the different um clutter bugs are but she wasn't even a bee it was just flat out hoarding of stuff and I mean, there's just piled of, I mean that that's beyond well, clutter think, bug that's like no a, I think that idea of those of hoarding yeah well and I think for them though it's hoarding and organizing 
are two, two different, different things. things. Yeah. You can't mix those two things no. because yeah. hoarders are constantly trying to organize. They just don't have the space. And, and they won't re- let go of anything. Right. And that's where I think a lot of hoarders might be bees because there's always a purpose for all of those things right. and they're constantly Even going from, in their mind yeah. there is a purpose right for, i'm keeping this can because i'm going to recycle it or i'm going yeah to exactly make a, they're going to do something yeah. with yeah, it it is yeah. a project it yeah. just yeah my dad my dad's garage there was like this um box full of probably 20 or 30 used fluorescent Bulbs. I'm not talking about the little compact fluorescents that we use in our lamps. Like the tube light. The long... I'm talking about the long, eight foot long tube lights that go in the big ceiling things that he had pulled out of old fixtures. They were dead, but he didn't want to put them in the burn pit because they live out in the country and they burn. Um, he didn't want to put them in the trash can because that stuff is not supposed to go to the landfill. So he was going to recycle it. And there it sat for how many years because he never got rid of it. And, um, you know, just all kinds of things like that. You know, it, uh, old old metal. He had piles and piles and piles of metal that needed to be hauled off to be recycled and, and things like that. And um, it was, yeah, I think you're right. I think they're technically bees, but they're, it's just so out of control. The hoarding so is so out of control. So the interesting but. thing about a bee is that, one bee does not run an entire hive well, that is true. by themselves. So like butterflies, they can fly around and they just get pollen from flowers. Bees are like trying to do something, like always trying to stay busy. And I think a lot of times you can't do everything by yourself. And um, if you're a bee person, you might have to get someone else to help you. Um, get organized if you're completely disorganized and you're trying to tackle it and you're not like used to doing something like that um, or you know it's going to be your first time doing that project you need to get someone else to help you yeah. um, so that you can get the project to completion because I think a lot of people get overwhelmed when they start to work a project and then they don't finish it um that's where i think some people might go i'm going to organize my closet and then they take everything out of the closet and dump it on the bed and then you're sitting there sorting through your clothes for hours and hours and then it's like wow it's two o'clock in the morning i'm tired and then i guess i have to sleep on the couch now because the bed is full and then that's what happens with hoarders (laughs) then at some point they can't see their bed anymore because the project never gets finished life happens Mm -hmm. that was my bedroom when i was like in middle school and high school I'd pick up everything off of the floor and put it on the bed with good intentions of putting it away. Yeah, of putting it away. Mm. And I would end up sleeping on the couch for months because (laughs) I never got around to it. And uh, my mom would just laugh at me because she'd walk in to the living room and I'd be sleeping on the couch and she'd be like, you haven't cleaned off your bed yet? Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, the floor looks nice in my bedroom. (laughs) And she's and she just uh, shook her head and she'd walk back out of the living room, and I'd just go back to sleep on the couch. <laughs> so I looked, um, I looked at the the website again, and so again, I'm going to repeat the the different categories: the bee and the butterfly. Those are both uh, like visual organization. They want to see their stuff mm-hmm. um, usually, and then 
Um, function there, and beauty, I bet. Function and beauty, yeah. And then, um, then there's the ladybug and the cricket, and they both like everything out of sight. Mm-hmm. Um, beauty. So, beauty. And out of sight. And, and out function of, out of sight. And function out of sight. Um, and so um, those that's the way those work. And so, yeah, the, the messy people, that's just its own category <laughs> yeah the, the hoarders don't even get the a category that's a that's a different level yeah, well of clutter bug, that like is a that is like actually a technically a mental illness mental and so and again hoarding and and organizing are two, are different, two different things, things. Yes. because you can have lots of things and it's the act of organizing them right yeah the, the act of organizing is mm. where the clutter bug idea c- concept comes in yeah, so um, really don't yeah they don't yeah they just collect and keep and collect well and that's keep. what i'm saying i think a lot of people who are hoarders are constantly organizing their things Maybe. I mean, have if you? It depends. It depends. I see a lot of them. They're read about the people that have the the dead cat underneath the. Yeah, those people don't necessarily, but but they a lot of them are shuffling things from one place to the other, just trying to get a little bit of control. Right. Right. And it just gets to the point where it's so overwhelming, and there's well. Even even with the um the bees and the butterflies and the ladybugs and the crickets, sometimes a little help in that organizing is a good thing. And I, I've found myself um, in that situation myself, you know, especially after moving, clearing out a whole bedroom or whatever. It's like, I don't know where to put this stuff. I need somebody to help me figure out what to do with all of this. Just a voice of reason or yes. just someone to keep coaching you along. Okay, let's go on to the next box. Right, well, yeah, the Marie Kondo great. thing or whatever. Yeah. yeah, sometimes it's just nice having your friend come over and, and sit go do and, you really need that or just right. sit and talk with you while you're doing while it you so do. that you don't well, and you know i found that um you know we do our little zoom craft meetings and um uh sometimes i there's one of our friends who gets on a little bit late after she gets off work and maybe if she's listening maybe she knows who she is but um we'll just sit and chat and while she's crafting i'm cleaning <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and that's kind of fun too because clean the talking to her on the Zoom while I'm cleaning kind of helps me um, feel like it's less of a chore. It's less of a chore. I'm just enjoying it and I'm just sorting things out while I talk. And and it then it doesn't you know if I try to watch a movie or something like that I will stop sorting or whatever and to keep my eyes on the tv and see what's going on so having that zoom conversation going on while i'm organizing is nice because i don't have to look at anything while i'm doing it unless she's trying to show me her craft or whatever but that's very you know short time there um we can just sit and talk and i can kind of pay attention to what i'm sorting and not have to look up at her to talk. Yeah. And but it's not like a phone conversation right. either where you're actively talking. Right. Right. Well, we do actively talk, yeah. but it's, but it, it, it is a little bit different. And, um, and so I, I do like doing that and that is it's like having that friend there helping me and, and then I can laugh about things I found or whatever, you know, too. That's kind of funny. But, um, so anyway, that's, um. I'd, I'd like to hear what, what you think you are. If you've taken the quiz, um, share with us uh, what kind of clutter bug you are and um, 
what kinds of right. I answers want to know more about the ladybug and the grasshopper. No, I do know a couple of people, a cricket. A cricket. Yeah, I, I do know a couple of people who are ladybugs, and I I would like to see pictures of their craft rooms or their working pictures spaces. of their working spaces or their whatever they've organized um, using those principles because I think that would be a really fun uh, comparison with us over on like over on the Facebook um, chat group uh, MMC chat share your pictures yeah um, j- just go over there and share your pictures with us we'd love to see what what you've done um, that applies to those different principles because maybe somebody needs to see your ideas to help them organize their ideas and um, you can get you can access that right from our Facebook chat uh, right from our Facebook page, uh, M, uh, Modern Musings MMC. That's our Facebook page. And uh, you can actually link to that right off of our website over at uh, modernmusings.net. So you can access all of our social media and other accounts from our directly from our website. You can also leave comments on our blogs there. And I may share um, some more things um with my organization because I've really been organizing and, um, I've shared a little bit with, uh, some of that, but I, I may, uh, go ahead and share some more as well, because I think that's helpful to other people. Uh, I know it helps me when I can see how other people have, uh, organized. So I, that definitely helps me also. Oh yeah. Because I get lots of ideas and, and I want to share that to, with others to, so they can have those ideas. So, um, Share, share yours with us. We'd like to see it. And uh, I want to give a shout out to Red Door Studios and Creative Audio Tech for our equipment and our music. Uh, Creative Audio Tech uh, wrote our all of our theme music. And I, I hope you enjoy it as much as we do. Every time it plays, I get so excited listening to it. Um, I can't believe we have such great music. And they he did a great job for us. But... Um, I also want to thank our listeners. You guys are awesome um, for sticking around and coming back week after week. If you like us, go go give us some love. Give us some likes. Give us some ratings. And share us with your friends. We want to build this conversation. The more people that are in the conversation, the more we have to learn from each other. And I think that's an important part of modern musings is that we're all sharing in this conversation together. So, um, that's it for this week. What is our topic next week? Um, cleaning. Yes. Yeah. We're, it's cleaning, it's check- cleaning, yeah, right. cleaning checklist. Yeah. And also, um, national poetry month is next month. So we're going to be talking about some poetry in a couple of weeks, but next we week, cleaning checklist yeah. and poetry day planners. And, oh yeah, uh, we got some Star Wars. Yeah, for oh, May the or May the Fourth Star, Star Wars versus Star, Wars. Star Trek Star coming up. Wars versus Star Trek. And yeah, so, yeah, yeah we've we got, got lots some... of stuff coming up. So y'all, y'all keep listening, uh, and we'll keep chatting, and hopefully you can chat with us too. So y'all have a good week, and we'll uh, be back next week. Check Bye. you later. Bye. Bye.